Hi, I'm Lori Pickens, a photographer and photo educator. I'm passionate about helping photographers just like you get profitable and productive in their own businesses. As a mom to three kiddos, I know how hard it can be to juggle all the demands of life. But I also know that it's possible to have a successful business and a happy family. And that's why I created Photo Goals, a podcast for creative business owners who want to learn tangible steps to automate their business through workflows, systems, tools, and strategy in order to go from scattered to streamlined with purpose. On each episode, I'll share simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use. No fluff, just the good stuff. I can't wait to help you achieve your photography goals. Let's do this. Hello, hello, friends. In the words of my fellow Swifty, Reagan Bailey, it's another great day to be alive at the same time as Taylor Swift. Um, I have probably three or four other outlines of podcasts ready to record. And as I sat here this morning, scrolling my phone of all the Travis and Taylor celebration videos, I decided to pivot and do something else. So today, we are going to bring you the time for insights for small businesses from the mastermind, Taylor Swift. Whether you're a fan or not, I think it's pretty hard to argue with the fact that Taylor Swift's career as a business mastermind is undeniable. So I thought it would be fun to pull some actionable tips and quotes from her as they apply to photographers and small business owners. I have been a Swiftie for I am not sure how long. I can remember seeing her in concert <laughs> and I'm putting concert in air quotes here because it was literally a college gymnasium or rec room. I remember there were folding chairs that we like stood on and the sound system was basically the auditorium speakers. Far cry from what the era store is now, but it was probably Fearless, maybe her debut album. But I think it was Fearless. It was a long time ago. So I have been a fan for a very long time. So I am here to share some fun ideas and things as how they can apply to us as small business owners and particular photographers. So the first Swifty tip that we're going to learn is about building a strong brand identity and particularly owning your own narrative. If you've become known as one particular type of photographer, or maybe you've even self-identified of, oh, I only do natural light, or, you know, I'm I'm a wedding photographer. How can I pivot into these other things? As we kind of look at Taylor's evolution from country darling to this pop icon that she is now, and just not being afraid to explore other genres, to push your comfort zone, to try new things, to see what you can grow and and grow into. I know I have I have a good friend who used to be a birth photographer. Like she was a very well-known birth photographer. She taught classes about birth and, you know, she was amazing. And it she got to a point in her life where like that being on call and those long nights and, you know, she had kids of her own now and she had to pivot because that schedule no longer served her. Um, her heart was still in documentary and, you know, capturing stories and things like that. And now she's a fabulous wedding photographer. But, but the same is true for, for lots of people. You know, a lot of people start out in weddings because it 
it can be good money. And I know I'm kind of in this season of life right now that I love shooting weddings. I love the, I love love, <laughs> which, you know, again, well, that's why we're here for today is because I love watching the Taylor and Travis story play out. I love to see couples so happy on their wedding day and just the story as it unfolds throughout the day and the family dynamics and things like that. And for me right now, the biggest thing is I don't know what I'm giving up when I commit to a wedding June of next year. You know, like I don't even know what my family life will have that day. And obviously you're scheduling things a long time in advance to, to be able to book clients and book couples. So you need to be able to say and make the boundary of, you know what, maybe weddings are good money. Maybe I am good at them. Maybe I'm good at organized chaos, but they don't serve me and my time of life right now. And that's okay. That's okay to say or to find other genres that maybe do suit what you're passionate about right now or even just what serves your own boundaries and your own time. I know on, I guess, a more sensitive note, I have good photographer friends who have gone through loss that had, you know, a miscarriage or trouble conceiving of their own. And it was really hard for them to shoot maternity or to shoot newborns, maybe even for those things, to be really the go-to maternity photographer in town. And then all of a sudden having a heart that just is hard to not necessarily connect with those mothers, but to be joyful in the moment with them and to celebrate their happiness and their expectation. And it's okay even just to take a break from that. Maybe this season of life is just harder for you and you need to find branding or um, seniors or just something else that gives you and your heart and whatever it is that you need a break and whatever makes you happy at the time. And it's okay. It's okay to possibly lose the client fan base <laughs> that you have created and that you have made yourself known for and to pivot into something else. It's okay to do what serves you and what your heart is telling that you need to do. The next thing I want to talk about is the power of storytelling. Even for people who don't view Taylor Swift as the best singer in the world or the best um, vocalist or the bass range or something like that, most of those people will still applaud her storytelling, her songwriting abilities, the way that she connects through words and tells this amazing story of whatever it, whatever story it is, whether that is a breakup song or a song about her mom having cancer. People relate so much to her music because they can connect to those words in that story. And as photographers, we have that power of storytelling too. Yes, we can take pretty photos. Yes, we can take senior to a field and capture pretty light or in a twirly dress. But we also have this opportunity to show more than that, to show who that senior is right now or who she's about to become. What are her interests? What is she passionate about? And the same with kids and moms. You know, maybe it's a milestone session, but I had a little guy in the studio yesterday and he was the best break dancer. It was the cutest thing in the world. We had music playing and there's just ways to capture his personality. And I mean, 
you know, maybe it's a mom that comes to you every single year and you get pictures and, you know, the same thing, whatever. But I can, I can guarantee you she's going to walk out of those studio remembering, oh my gosh, do you remember when he was dabbing for her and it was the cutest thing ever? There's memories that you can build into those moments where it's not just pretty outfits and cheesing for the camera, that there's capture the way the baby plays with the mom's hair, capture the way that looks at dad when he does step in and steps up and takes you know the kid that's crying and comforts her so that she can do her maternity pictures and things like that there's there's little moments and little stories in all of the things that we get to be a part of that you can use so look for those stories look for beyond the pretty pictures look for that storytelling element and and put the soul trading abilities that you have in your stories and in your photos and and how that you can play that out through a session embracing experimentation i think taylor has always talked about her willingness to try new genres to try new platforms to make new sounds to have you know if inspiration strikes to write those ideas down and then make time to try them can we experiment in something else i think we can all get caught up in busy seasons and, and business and bottom lines. And maybe you need to carve out time each month to do a model call for you to plan something out that you want to try, that you want to learn and make time to do that. One of my other biggest fan favorites of Taylor's is her strategic partnerships and just how much she embraces community and collaboration. We don't need to view other photographers, other female small business owners as competition first. I am always a believer in community over competition. And I believe that there's a place for all of us to succeed. You know, we're, we're going to take all of our friends to the summit. We can find a supportive community, whether that's a local photographer group, whether that's someplace like Click Community, where it's a forum of like-minded women that want to support each other. Um, I've, I've said it a million times, but all of my closest friends are other photographers. Can that be hard because they live in Wisconsin or the other side of the country? Sure, I can. But I think there's something to be said about this idea of finding your people, finding people who get you and what you're passionate about and being able to connect on that, that level. And I, I love how Taylor raises up other female singers. I, I love the video where Nicki Minaj talks about how when she was first still growing in popularity, she wasn't a superstar that she was today, but that on a radio show or something like that, they asked who was her favorite singer or favorite song like that. And she wanted to play a Nicki Minaj song before it was even released. Like it was a, and you know, what it did to her streams that that week or things like that and just an opportunity to raise up another person who's technically still in your your line of business and your your competition for for a better term and just seeing others that you can grow and support one of my other favorite taylor swift quotes i think it's before she goes out to the vmas and the miss americana documentary and she says, you know, I'm just going to go out there and have fun. No one out there that I know of in the audience actively hates me. <laughs> I wish I could tell you how many times I have said this to myself 
before I record a podcast, before I recorded Instagram reels. <laughs> it's hard to put yourself out there. It can be hard to make yourself vulnerable or to try something new and and wonder what other people are going to say about it. Is other people going to see this video and think, oh my gosh, she's so silly and she's ridiculous for trying to start a podcast. She's ridiculous for making another TikTok video of herself dancing around or pointing at things. But you have to you have to tell yourself that no one I I I've told myself this. No one listening to this podcast actively hates me. And if they do, then then why are they listening to it? <laughs> I think that that's how we can all feel about things that make us feel vulnerable is you're doing what's right for you and, and the fans that love you and the people who love you and the people who support you. And you just have to shake it off and forget about all of the other haters or all of the other doubts that you're feeling about things. So next, one of my very favorite quotes from Taylor Swift is, no matter what happens in life, be good to people. Be good to people is a wonderful legacy to leave behind. And I, I, again, I'm a Swifty. So all my Instagram reels and TikToks and whatevers are, are filled with Taylor Swift videos. But I love to watch videos of people sharing stories about kindness that they experienced from Taylor. There's a late night host and he was talking about how he would, you know, take a bullet for Taylor Swift because of how kind she was to his daughter that they ran into each other at like a award show or something like that. And, you know, there's this preteen girl and he said that she goes, oh, pretty girl and hugged her and went on and on about her dress and like, like made her feel seen. And I feel like that's one thing that I try really hard to do with seniors, with tween girls is to connect with them I always tell myself, if it feels like kindness, do it. So if you're in an elevator and you think, ooh, I really like her shoes, tell her. If it's a new mom and she's doing a really good job, tell her. If her kids are polite, tell her. It's, it's often said that people will forget the things that you said or the things that you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And I think... As a service-based business, it's very, very true that the impression that you leave on people and the way that you made them feel during their session, after their session, with their insecurities, with their doubts, can make you shine, can shine into this world the, the joy that we all need. My next super quote from Taylor Swift is part of the speech that she gave when she got her honorary doctorate degree sense decide what is yours to hold and let go of the rest oftentimes the good things in your life are lighter anyway so there's more room for them one toxic relationship can outweigh so many wonderful simple joys and you get to pick what your life has time and room for be discerning and i think especially you know i turned 40 this year I just think it's one of the things that I've learned in my life is time goes by so quickly and you don't have time to 
stress over a relationship that maybe isn't worth fighting for. If there's people in your life that do nothing but bring negativity or bring you down, it's okay for you to not make time for that in your life. It's okay to carve out personal time for passions and things that you need to grow and to to let go of negative impressions from other people. The next best business tip that I have is to make data-driven decisions. And I jokingly always say that this is like her Tay lurking. I know she always talks about how she doesn't pay attention to opinions and negative things on the internet, but she is very connected to her fans, to her clients and what they want. When we say we want the 10-minute version of All Too Well, she, she hears that and she does that. And when she finds that fans like the deep dive and the Easter eggs and the planning and all of those things, that she she takes that feedback and, and thrives and grows and leans into it. And you can do the same kind of idea in your own business by tracking your progress, analyzing results, and making informed business choices based on those things. We can leverage social media analytics, client feedback, and website traffic to define our marketing strategies and what we offer. If you're putting things out and hearing nothing but crickets, maybe it's because you're not connecting to the client base or you're not speaking to your ideal client yet. Maybe you can do some tailoring and see see what your audience does want or if you need to pivot in your marketing message. I think the next thing that all business owners may need to learn at one point or another is resilience and reinvention. We can learn from our setbacks and we can come back stronger. Photographers can adapt to industry changes. I know people who are afraid of AI and, you know, is it going to take our jobs and is it going to this? There may be ways to look at that and use it into your system of how can I use this for my marketing? How can I make newborn composites easier or clean up backgrounds faster so that I can serve more clients and, and build that way? Overcome creative blocks, bounce back from negative feedback, and continue to thrive. I think... I think one of my favorite things to also think about as a business owner, as it relates to Taylor, is the fact that not everything is an Easter egg. I laugh at the delusional clowning sometimes of, does this mean this? Or is is there a hidden message in this? And I think the best way that I can think of that as it relates to photographers and small business owners is not everything is a clue or response to us. If you send out a client gallery and don't hear anything back or you don't get that immediate, oh, I love them, I'm crying, or sometimes the infamous email that you get back of can't wait to see the rest. Sometimes it's not that they didn't love the sneak peeks that you gave them. It's literally just that they're excited to see the rest. We can't just assume that every message that comes to us has a hidden agenda or secret meaning. So stop the clowning, stop the delusion, and keep yourself calm and focus on on the positive things that are coming back to you. The next thing that I feel like that we can all learn from Taylor Swift, and especially this current trend right now of, I read a statistic about how much revenue and 
basically marketing that Taylor Swift has inevitably done for the NFL just by being there and just by her presence at the stadium and the new fan base that she has brought and things like that. So my message to photographers is that your clients, just like Taylor is to the NFL, <laughs> are not responsible for your marketing efforts. I think the part that I see this happening and this narrative playing out the most in is in like my senior photography groups and photographers who complain, especially about like modern rep, rep teams and saying, they're not marketing me. They're not sharing these. These are, you know, I thought that it's not your responsibility for a 17 year old to do your marketing. Yes. Is it great if they share their message or is, is that even part of the benefit of having a model team is to have them share to their friends and their experiences and things like that. Sure, it's great. But it's not their responsibility. In this day and age, it is harder for kids. They don't want to feel like they're selling things. They don't want to feel like they're being sold too. Honestly, the same is true for moms. You know, if a new mom said that she loves her session or she loves her family things, and then she shares them and she doesn't tag you. Yes, we can educate our clients. Yes, we can share how much it means to us, maybe if they do. But it's it's also not their responsibility. And sometimes it's simply that they were busy or they were posting from their car in between soccer practice and making dinner. And they honestly just overlooked the idea. Everyone is just busy these days. And you need to Make a marketing plan and make yourself visible. And you can leverage those things, but it is not your client's responsibility to market for you. It is not, it's not a pressure or a expectation that is, in my opinion, reasonable to put on a senior model team or even clients and a guaranteed referral. Well, I hope you enjoyed today and walking down some Taylor Swift's business advice. <laughs> and I'm going to wrap it up with three of my other favorite Taylor quotes and what I feel like I've learned this year from watching the, the Taylor rom-com that has unfolded. So I'll leave you with being fearless isn't being 100% not fearful. It's being terrified but you jump anyway. Especially for artists, I want you all to remember, as Taylor said, if you're lucky enough to find something that you love and you have a shot at being good at it, don't stop and don't put it down. Just be yourself. There is no one better. And maybe I didn't learn this from Taylor, but from Travis instead. So if there's something that that you want, go after it, shoot your shot, pitch that brand, pitch the idea that you have and make that friendship bracelet with your phone number on it and put it out there into the world and see what good comes back to you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Boda Goals. If you enjoyed this content, it would mean the world to me if you left a review or send this to your business bestie. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode. And as always, check out the show notes for links to all my resources and info. And as I tell my kids every day, be kind and make good choices. Thanks for listening to Guiding Weaver Review.